Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. told you I'll be back. Uh, it's Monday again. Well, I said it was Monday last time on the SmackDown review, and you know what that means. Uh, AEW Rampage review. I haven't done a Rampage review in a while, not for the want of not wanting to, but timings and whatever. And I felt as if we needed to do one this week because the continuation of the Continental Classic uh, was on Rampage. So I thought it would be a good one to get in. Obviously, there was also an international championship defence from our good friend, Mr. Orange Cassidy, and that's how... Rampage started, uh, Orange Cassidy versus An- Angelico uh, for the International Championship. And they are a nice little open here. The crowd always love Orange Cassidy and, uh, and Angelico is a really good wrestler as well. So it's a really good start. Um, Dan Housen gets involved as well. So does Serpentico. Uh, Dan Housen hits him with the wiener punch. Um, but Cassidy got a victory roll and an orange punch on Angelico for a one, two, three. Perfectly acceptable match here. Cassidy also showing already the wear and tear of his title defences, which was a an absolute um, stalwart of what he happened last time when he always used to find a way of winning the show so or winning the matches. So really good start. Really enjoyed this one uh, with Orange Cassidy. Um, second one. Uh, here is Abad- Abaddon versus Trish Adora. Abaddon's getting a really interesting run at the moment with Julia Hart. Uh, we're going to be talking about more so on, on uh, Collision and, and Dynamite about this. And it's it's a really interesting one. Ab- Abaddon's had a really good uh, run recently. She's been there for ages. Not really seemed to get that maybe attention that she deserves. But right now she is. Um, she absolutely demolished uh, Trish Adora here. Um, the Black Dahlia, I think, is her finisher. It's a really good basement DDT uh, with the leg draped over the head. Uh, really finishes it. And interestingly enough, I mentioned Julia Hart. The lights went out. Julia Hart, the lights come back on. Julia Hart was there. She gives Abaddon her, t- Abaddon, sorry, her TBS championship before the lights go out and she disappears. I'm really interested with this because, again, the character-wise, they're different but they're similar in a mysterious sort of, you know, supernatural way. Abaddon's got that makeup on it. It makes it look like a zombie. Um, this feud's got interesting. And, and it looks as though Abaddon's really worked hard, not just on her weight. She's been very much documenting that on social media, how she's, uh, you know, lost a lot of weight, getting her back into some really good shape. And she can go in the ring. So her and Julia Hart could be an interesting feud, but could they also look to perhaps put her in the house of black going forward be interesting uh, but it should be a good feud this one um looking forward to seeing where that goes um the don callis family next was Takeshida and will hobbs against daniels and sidal this really wasn't really the most competitive of matches um which probably not surprised by that um, you know, the world's most dangerous slam by Hobbs to Daniels finishes this and the Don Callis family picks up the win. It's been a while since we've seen the Don Callis family, actually. Um, they had that really good stuff uh, with Kenny and it seems to die of death recently, although we know next week on Dynamite, uh, the Golden Jets will be appearing. Um, well, I know they're number one contender, so I don't know how, if that's going to portray anything to Don Callis family, but... Victory for the Don Callis family, nevertheless. Uh, Takeshita looks a star. 
Hobbs is still kind of in the mi- in the sort of, I don't know, say in the mix, but he's more like floats in and out. And this is this whole booking the big guy issue still with AEW. Um, not sure if they still know how to book people like Will Hobbs and Wardlow, but we'll find out. Don't care to say pick up the victory uh, on that and we'll see what happens. Now, oh, this was it now we're talking. Continental Classic, Danielson, Garcia. Oof. Where do I start? This was absolutely brilliant. These two, they're so similar, but they are magic when they're together. Awesome, hard-hitting main event that does prove that Garcia is a wrestler, not a sports entertainer. They were doing that throughout the show, as well, throughout this match as well. There was a point where Garcia was about to hit a move and he'd done a silly little dance and then the Besido knee from Danielson uh, picks up the victory on on that, but ah, oh, it was uh, oh sorry, then locked him in the label lock as well, um, and Garcia went out and Danielson picks up the win, but ah, oh, it was so good. I mean, this had counter after counter. It was it was a masterpiece, which shows that we need to see that wrestler of Daniel Garcia even more in 2024. He needs to come away from whatever he's doing and just focus on that. We know that he could have joined the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, earlier on, but he chose to be the sports entertainer and join Chris Jericho's group. Um, but what they need to do is focus on what he does best, which is wrestle. But Danielson picks up the three points on the Continental Classic and rolls on to Collision and, and Dynamite, which we'll get into a bit later with our good friend Dave Robinson joins me later on to talk all the rest AEW. We'll be back with those. Eric Bischoff joins us this week. Hit us on the socials on HTT Buckle. Hit in the Turnbuckle web, uh, podcast and all other social media outlets. And until next time, everybody, buckle down, stay safe.